You're keeping it locked and loaded with the mic 106.5 WPPM FM. And you are locked in to the mic on WPPM 106.5 FM with your host DJ Jaso. And you already know I'm joined in the studio with another special guest host today. But hold on. We ain't getting into that. We ain't getting into We ain't going to get into that just, just yet. Because you already know I got to let y'all know, man. This is Philly Cam, man, and we are powered by the people. So make sure y'all going over to phillycam.org and make sure y'all leaving a donation, donation, donation. And now, let me introduce my new guest, my new guest host, my special guest host. It's DJ acting up. What's up? What's let's going go, on? Let's go. We acting up. You already know. Let's go now, nah, man. Yeah, you look, look, bro. Today... I'm going to let the listeners know what we got going on, man. But before we do that, just introduce yourself. Let the people know who you is, where they can follow you at, and, you know, anything else. You know, if you want to kick kick, kick, a, kick, kick a little bit of talk, a little bit of talk to them real quick today. Fine. Word, word, word. Um, first of all, you know, first and foremost, I'm from Jersey, but I am part of a team in Philly of DJs called the Coalition uh, we are a branch of 17 chapters, 17 different states, with the Atlanta being our motherland chapter. So we are co- coalition DJs, but we are the Philly chapter. Um, I come all the way from Atlantic City DJing in all the casinos of Atlantic City, beach bars, so forth, uh, anything basically. So The plug. Yeah, we out there. We all the way out there. Got like 16 years in the game. Um, so, you know, coming 16 up as a DJ. 16 years. Yeah, and so, I mean, as much as other things, but yeah, um, that's how I got into the DJing, and then you know, also being a barber. Uh, initially, oh, a tattoo hold up, hold up, <laughs> digress. See, this, see, I love this. I love this when the juices get flowing. See how they they just start going into the game already. We gonna get in there. We gonna get in there. But I gotta let them know the topic. Right. Now that y'all know who he is, it's Coalition DJs. It's DJ Jso. It's DJ acting up. Y'all already know what we doing today. Listen, enough. the topic, man. Is how to become a better DJ slash entrepreneur. That's what we doing. Listen, you already he already gave y'all a little hint. You know what I mean? With the with the bar, he said he was a barber. But, but hold on, hold on, because that just might be something else that go into something else that you might be missing some pieces. So mm-hmm. let us flow through the rhythm with with y'all right now with DJ J. So look, 
So acting up, man. So for the listeners that's tuning in, we got to give them the game. Right. We got to get the show started. Definitely. Got to let them know. Let's act up. So let the people know, how did you get started in your career as a DJ? Well, me as a DJ, uh, well, initially I started out as a tattoo artist. Um, and amongst tattooing, you know, I had a life-changing experience a little bit for me um, back in 2006 in Florida when somebody broke in my house or whatever, and um, it changed my life. Uh, so I left there, came back to New Jersey with the tattooing out of the house. Uh, money was scarce with that. People were chewing you down, and like you give them a price, and they'll tell you they don't have that much. They have way less than that, and then as soon as the oh, tattoo right. is done, oh, they'll man. be like, let's... Let's go to the bar and be at the bar buying everybody drinks. And then I'm like, bro, you just told me you ain't had that. So then I got tired of that. And I happened to be tattooing in somebody's house. They had that old uh, wedding style DJ system with the big speakers, uh, 15s inside the boxes. Right. To sell CD player and old the school. dial uh, remotes up top. And... Um, with all the wires. I, I seen that, and uh, I was like, you know what? I mean, he, he was working at Aaron's Rental Place or something at the time, and right. it came from there or whatever, and I was like, you know what? Let me buy that off for you. And oh, so wait, wait. All right, so you was doing tattoos, so we you didn't even start as a DJ. Nah. See, that's how I knew you gave him too much. So, all right. So, you started out doing tattoos. That didn't work out because, you know, it get, it get a little ratchet. Got a little ratchet So so we we couldn't do that no more So then what we did was We seen an opportunity What really spiked in you To say like Alright Maybe I should grab this And, and it's an old system That was an old system Like what what year was this? This uh, This actually happened I'm, I'm gonna say I mean prior to that I mean I have family members That are DJs That had turntables in the house I right. used to carry crates With uh, DJ Doodle um, to get in the club at 16 years old, so I already had my little. Uh, I'm an artist by trade, so right, regardless. Right. So, um, and yeah, I was just like, let me buy that real quick, and I was just gonna do it at the house. You know, what I'm saying, just play around with it at the house. Oh, so you ain't even know. You just literally was like, this look like I could do something with it. Let me just see. Let me see what happened. Well, in 2004. Going into 2005, um, I originally was at Studio 6 in Atlantic City. Okay. um, This was prior to moving to Florida before the the break-in. And the owner there, we used to chill after hours. It was a 24-hour club with house music, dance, you know, rave-style club. Um, Right. And he had a meeting with a bunch of uh, black suit mafia uh, type people, Italian people with money. And he was like, yo, man, just go do me a favor. Go up to the DJ booth and just stay up there and play some music while... Uh, ah, so you was already playing a couple gigs, but not for real, but just like throwing on I the spot. never did it prior to that. Um, so it happened that I was playing music, playing around while they had their little meeting. And then his people's in that meeting was like, who is this guy? And he was like, oh, no, nah, it's just a buddy of mine. He's not a DJ, but... And they was like, no, nah, I like him. Right. Um, 
from there I just started DJing seven days a week at this club and house music um, and and living at the at the club because it had an attached hotel. From there I moved uh, back to uh, I moved down to Florida and then that's when the breaking happened. Then moved back. Back and then you ran. So that's where I was like I seen the the old school style equipment and was like let me. Let me buy that off for you. Because I already knew, like, pretty much that's how it was. It was the CDJ 9000s. Right. Um, So, because you've seen the setup before. So, for the listeners, let me slow it down for you. Just in case y'all missed the weave. Let me catch y'all up. Y'all missing the weave right now. Y'all already was doing the tattooing. Had a little side gig with the DJ in the club. That fell through. Because we know it got ratchet in the field. Right? Right. So, then an opportunity came about. You know what I mean? And for, for for him to come back around to something that he wasn't taking seriously, he never done before, and he just took advantage of that. So sometimes something don't stand out to you the first time around in life. Maybe it's just a skill you pick up. Right. And then but the second time around you might see an opportunity. He he's seen these these uh decks before. He was like, It's familiar to me. I know I can use those. Let me jump on it. Alright, let's so, get it So now at this time I'm I'm living in my cousin's house on his couch. You know what I mean? And facts. I bought that. Then like two days later, it was the weekend and a friend of mine, she was having like a backyard birthday picnic. So she was like, yo, can you come do that? And I was like, alright. I ain't even had no driver's license, 16 years, nothing. So the client had to come pick me up with this big old speakers, this big ass. <laughs> A uh, big thing uh, to DJ off of and take me to the party and bring me back after they whatever party and you know what I mean so facts I mean it was did the grind and still give me money tip? and still pay me full count you know oh, what I'm oh they gave you money and everything and came pick me up and drop me off and that's that's the love I had but that's at the same time the DJ yeah that first party in the backyard my man who was the DJ around the local bars and, and clubs and stuff like that. At the time, he had um, these people was renting out uh, this production company or promoters was renting out this place. Uh, at the time, it was the Big Apple, and and we turned it into a club at night. But they had to bring the system, right? So the, the my boy he had hit me up and was like, "Yo, can I borrow that system? Take it over here because you know I, I ain't got it." Right. At the same time, he don't know how to use it. So we go over there. He picks me up from that party. Okay. Take bring you right up. Okay. I set up. After hour. And, and it was the main. It was the main club. It was. You're right. But the party was like, it was a little backyard barbecue. So it was early stuff. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, come pick me up at this time. Came through. So I'm teaching them how to use it. I'm teaching them how to use it. Music collection and everything got the it's like up a there. Latin night. It's, it, it's already, it, I, I already know because I've been traveling all around tattooing. I've been all the biker events for 16 years of my life, you know what I'm saying, doing all the bikes. So I got all types of music generations under my belt, regardless of the fact, and all right. types of people. Because you, so. you've been around, you just know what people generally want to hear. So he started playing. I'm like, and now it's time for you to take over and stuff. People started calling cabs, leaving. <laughs> the promoter was like, yo, can you... <laughs> Come promoter, on, they ain't call a cab, though. That people was calling cabs and leaving. Oh, and that's then bad it was business. like, yo, 
the promoters was like, yo, it's killing my night. Can you go back on there? And then so forth. I picked the back up. Then people started coming back and calling people like, nah, come back. But we'll do whoop. Needs to say the next day they called me and was like, yo, uh, we want you to DJ here and not him. And I'm like, well, that's my boy. I can't take it. <laughs> take his spot. I'm really on DJ. I'm going to take two orders and that. So um, what you do? So I went there and I was like, at the end of the day, I had to, I had to take the spot. And from there, I've been in clubs ever since. So so how you man, How did your man feel like after you took I mean, the spot? Did he, I feel did he confront you about we, it? We was cool. I mean, and that's the crazy part because it's, it's a local DJ crew out there. They all stick together. So right. they don't deal with me. But when I'm in the building, of course, it's, ah. well, it's not like they call me and hanging out. But if I'm coming somewhere and they just happen to be the DJ, they give me that rundown. You know, like it'll be boys forever. But it's right, cool. Right. It's, like, it's, like, it's like that. At that. the end of the day, you know, they still doing local. Right. Or not you, anything. Right. And you national. And, we up here, you know what I'm saying? I'm up here. National celebrities, regular parties. I don't care if you got new shoelaces, but I'm steady working <laughs> every day as a DJ a and a bar. So. That's a fact. Because I, I see, I definitely see you out here. Definitely, um, a lot of the clubs in AC. Um, even some of the clubs out here, I see you. you miss, even we we were I'm we in ready. Philly. I'm in Atlanta. I'm in Florida, DJ. I'm in everywhere. DJ. In the mix. Like I'm everywhere Like literally everywhere Like I could be here right now And then somebody be like Yo can you come down here Or you know I mean I'm my team We have so many DJs That as you just coming on to the team I've been here since Basically almost the beginning But as far as a full time Like uh, It's been since uh, 2019 But I I was always with them Before I actually got my signing Into Coalition but DJ Alamo is like my my man's my man's my man. You already know. Shout out DJ Alamo. CEO Coalition along with Rich. But as far as my my man's, that's like outside of Coalition. Like like that's my guy. So you know Tight. when I came like to family. him after like ten years, um, we always been uh, known of each other um, during my DJ run. Um, but I basically faked it to make this. So I got with the International DJ Cafe. Became uh, vice president of DJ Cafe to president of DJ Cafe of Atlanta City chapter, but then right. that fell off. So now I was dealing with them, but I mean I was struggling as a DJ. I was working. I always been in the clubs, but then I came to a period that it was just like I wasn't working steady all the time DJing, and I ain't really want to work for nobody. What, what do you feel like spiked that? Um that kind of period where it was kind of like that draw spill for DJs because we in the same DJ call, uh, DJ crew you already knew Coalition DJs Philly let's go um, so we, we we speak all the time and we, we talked before um, a little bit about the feel and dealing with club owners um, in this industry mm-hmm. so I just want you to share a little bit of that with the listeners about um, dealing with exactly. club owners and making sure you're getting the right pay and, and, and exactly. versus other DJs. Exactly what happened. You're absolutely correct. So what happened here was like, you know, it became a saturation of DJs and it was just like everybody was um, just getting in the game and charging like way less. So now where the casino, you was getting anywhere from $600 an hour to $1,200 an hour to like... Uh, I, you know, corporate money was crazy. Like, right, just big to, bag. Uh, you know, I mean, open up and close. Now you got name P 
people that are popular in their area coming in and sliding in doing the night for 250 150 now they're gonna get the gig all the time and they're gonna look like they're getting a lot of money but they're not getting money they're just putting their face out there so they got a lot of run and they're just getting it by uh like that like where versus i could come in and open up for a name brand DJ and, right. and, and crush it for like $600 just for one hour open up and close one hour that's $1200 right there and you, you good but nah they came into it and they ruined that for me so it was like I wasn't coming down off that and I was gonna make it regardless you know right. what I'm saying and I think that's what's tough in the field a lot of times is when you set a bar um, and you have the the basically the field changes. You get different players on the field. They move differently, and they throw your game off. I think what's important for us, especially as creatives, is we can't get thrown off our game. We got it, like you said. I'm not gonna come down. I'm gonna find a way to st- either stay where I'm at or go up. Right. Um. So I, I do want to ask. Um. Well, how you move? How did you move forward off of that? Before we get into that. Um, and that experiences that you went through, what do you? What was the most viable lesson um, you felt you learned throughout that experience? I mean, for me, it was you. You got to watch uh, people and see what they do wrong and right, and learn from the wrongs and how to move like that, and from the rights and how to move like that as well because you can learn I, I always say you can learn a lot from a dummy facts um so i was just watching how people were moving and i knew i didn't want to move like that and i'm i'm i'm, I'm loyalty and honor and, um, runs strong in me that's why my barber name is barber here was the, the breakdown is honor respects uh honor honor earns respect over all so that's heroes so that's that's, facts. that's 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 how i roll and I just track this to the life. So basically, don't talk about other DJs, whatever other DJ program they use, whether it be virtual DJ, surrounded DJ. Just worry about what you're doing because at the same time, you're losing a lot of business talking about just just off of that. People don't know about Serato and, and virtual DJ. And all they see you on your social network blasting other DJs and stuff That's like facts. that. And you will not get work i promise you you're gonna stick to the 150s and the hundreds and the 50s and i think and what's crazy is i think people miss is only only people that's important to is the people that's actually in the field so that's other djs right and other djs are not booking other djs like i'm not about to book you well that's not that's not totally true either well now when it comes to like this when your main networking is more than money Okay, I I, I see we I see and as going. a DJ, so like if you got a good repertoire now, all right. So another DJ will hire you, but if they hire you, you go to this gig and you blasting your card to people and you yeah. giving your card away to people to book you when it was their gig. These people might be DJing for these people for ten years, five years. They might be a brand new gig, but that's their gig at the end of the day. Right. So at the end of the day, you there to cover them. Because oh. people need coverage all the time. Right. Now, oh, act. Because well, we going to get there, bro. <laughs> you be jumping the gun on no, them. We got, we got like a whole 30 minutes, like 45 minutes yeah, yeah, left. Yeah, they yeah. going to no, get no, that. I'm just saying, but DJs he will book you. No, no, I'm just saying, DJs will book you. If you do right by them, you will no, get booked. You're right. I was talking about <laughs> from the from just from the, the base coming well, up standpoint. Yeah, right? clientele-wise, yes. Right. I so mean, you, they, they your, focus, you. your, your focus is honestly going to want to be on 
just providing that quality. Like they, they're not they're not gonna worry about with with DJ turntables you have. They're not gonna worry about what sound system you have. They just want to make sure you're gonna it's gonna sound good and you're gonna play what they like. Right. They don't care how you do it. And that's a fact. Because I've I've what's crazy is I've seen DJs come and DJ off their phone. Right. Like a, like you know like they have apps now and right. then I'm like what iPads if, if it now. works it works however they're getting the money that's how they're getting they, the money whether if the client knows it or not as long as their event goes the way right. they wanted it and go. that's what matters that's all that like, matters if you want to worry about the DJ technical and system part of it go to DJ events and deal with DJs. And that's and where I was going to tell you. Dude. Now we can kind of jump into that game. We going now. We going to jump into that game, right? I mean, my bad. <laughs> it just so, all goes with each other. You I know. Understand? I know. And so it just it's be jumpy, but it be rolling. I see he rolling. Um, I just want to. I want to go in and dive into that a little bit. Um, other DJs. Um, you said they do book other DJs. Now that's like your network, right? right? So that's like what we have, like the coalition DJs. You sixteen different chapters. Over 12 different DJs in each chapter. I mean, come on. National. We huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, we... Next is the global stage. You already know what we doing, right? These DJs outside working. Doing so, something. So, um, if any, if when we get a chance to talk to uh, Alamo, he, sa- he t- says it all the time. The network is the network, right? Yes. Network is your net worth. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So what do you do when you tap in with people that you know, other DJs that you know? A lot of the times, if they got a good gig and they you built that relationship with them, you know what I mean? You cool with them? Like you can chop it up how me and Ed can chop it up, or you can chop it up how me and Shug chop it up. When you can do that, that opens that door up for that other DJ to be like, "Yo, look, bro, I, I got this gig. You know what I mean? It'd be cool. We hang out. You can spend a little bit. We make you know. That's." That's where Or they double booked Or you know People Most of our DJs nowadays Have entertainment companies Where you book And you gonna hire Come hire me Or talk to me about booking And I'm gonna send Another DJ there That I know Is is up to my DJ part Facts You know Because maybe I'm over here and, And my clients Like understand After being in the game So long Because there was Other DJs that I learned about Like DJ Tyree he he's a big uh, factor in my life from day one. Um, so I have another guy that uh, by the name, he goes by distinguished gentleman entertainment. Um, Jermaine, um, he been in my life since I was in school and I came up. He's older um, and he's been with Tyree forever. <laughs> Jermaine one day told me let's take a ride and I just jumped in the car with him and he took me to the International DJ Cafe that was in Camden at the time in the hood. And I never touched turntables, turntables at that time. There was, right. and at there, Tyce runs the chapter, and that's where they let DJs come, rock out for twenty minutes, right? And whatever level, um, Cutlass let me touch his turntables, and I never DJ. I just jumped on there, and um, when I was done, everybody was like, "You did a good job," and I said, "You know, I never DJ before," and he was like, "You didn't do like a great job, but you didn't right. do bad for never touching it," and that. And right then and there, I said, I'm buying this. Right. And you made I, a decision. And a couple of years later, I bought Technique um, 1200 right. from an Amish guy in, in, in Lancaster, PA, with an old Vastec mixer. 
And mm-hmm. I waited right to the DJ came convention before the Pioneer S9 came out, and he, I bought it there before it came out. Right. And uh, for, the, for the people history. that don't know, for the <laughs> listeners, we talk, we talking, we talking decks, man. We talking decks right now. And it was, it was, it, it was over after that, man. I tell you that I went crazy and um, practice, 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 faked it till I made it. And so, so, t- so, all right. Well, let's yeah. before because I got, I got another question for you, right? right? It's a, it's a fun question. But before I get it, so what do you mean by the fake it till you make it? Because a lot of people, um, you know, they, 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 they get standoffish when you say something like that. Right, right, that fake it till you make it. What you mean? Because I don't be faking. I ain't, we ain't faking nothing. Right. What you mean? So, all right, so they, just so they can understand the, the, the clarity of it. Right. So in the beginning of my DJ career, uh, I really, like, as far as technical-wise DJing, like, skill-wise and blending and knowing when to drop and drop drops and know when to speak on the mic and knowing how to, because I did a lot of underground artists at the time when I first started and doing underground artist shows and stuff like that. So I had to learn all that in front of everybody because I never mm-hmm. pre- had a house where I had to practice at home. I was renting one room efficiencies out of people's houses at the time because I was on, on my grind. I was on my come right, up. Right, you was you on know, the dolo. You no know, driver's license, using public transportations to, to get the DJ gigs and, and, and starting a career in barber school and all of that and having to ride public transportation and juggle family and you made it kids work, though. and all of this at the same time. So without, without, and then that's how I had to come up, man. And, um, it was my ground. So basically what I'm saying is fake it till I made it. I had to fake that I knew how to really DJ to I really knew how, how to, to DJ. DJ. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it is, it's really not a fake. It really yeah, is. Nah, that, that was his skill. Ground, that was, that was, was something. Yeah. Exactly. He was practicing, but he was practicing live. In front of everybody. Live. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about in the clubs. I'm talking about in, in, in private parties. I'm, I, it's here. I have to, This is where I have to learn my skill. And then... You know, take it to YouTube University a little bit, but International DJ Cafe and going, being able to go over there without any judgment and at any level, celebrity level, just starting out, they really let you rock out and then they come and break it down to you. Like, you can right. do this, we'll do that, and then go back and practice that. Mm-hmm. You know, look up on YouTube, you know, how to scratch or what scratch, do this, and then practice that. You know, mm-hmm. thousand hours here. Now, once I got to my own house where I was able to set up my little DJ room in my house, now I'm able to go live on the social networks and cut it, it up in front of and just and just do it. Win, you know what I'm saying? And now it's everybody booking me. You got casinos calling me. Where you in the casino life in Atlanta City is who you know and how you get in there. It's not about your DJ skills. So. Beings that I had the casinos calling me instead of me going to them like, oh, I'm DJ acting out. I still have not done that to this date. Right. And um, Go begging. I've That's never the begging method. Was that person. My whole career had been off word of mouth. And, and see, I think that's where a lot of people miss too. A lot of times you just got to focus on doing you, right? And then in that doing you, people see that and they like that. They just exactly. like you for doing that. You got so good at being yourself. That like now I want to see more of it. I want to see more of you doing you. Come over here to my my place of business, my club, and do you. Come act up. Come over here to my my cafe. Come act up. And that's what you did. I think um, 
people miss those those opportunities where um even like you said i had to figure to make it but it really was you knew you wanted to do something you just knew that you didn't have at all the skills to do right. it but you didn't let that stop you it's it's, it's crazy because i find myself in that position um a lot of the times and even when i first started this show um they was asking me, yo, well, how do I get my music played? How do I get my... We didn't even have an mm-hmm. hour to play the music. We right. just had the show. And it was just like, all right, so now I got to learn how to DJ. So I'm like looking up turn... Like you said, I'm looking up turntables. I'm going to YouTube school. I'm calling up people. I know how to DJ. Yo, bro, can I pull up at the spot so I can like watch you DJ? You're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I just... You know, I'll, I'll, I do what we do. Stuff we, like that. We, we, we chill and all that. But I just want to see you DJ so I can pick something up. Like you sure? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and then it got expensive too because now we're talking about that like Ooh, a, man. a Pioneer S9 costing fifteen hundred dollars, and, and, and it's like, but it's like, you know what? I'll do two, three gigs, four gigs. I make that money right back. So and then it don't work out like that. You gotta that. believe in yourself, man. And really, listen, when I can, I can't iterate enough. Don't worry about what the next DJ's doing. How much money they making Their skill level Worry about what you got going on Because that DJ that's talking about you And it's going to come down to Between you and that DJ Getting the gig They're going to go with you Because that DJ's talking about you Exactly you know what I'm saying? So that's all I can need You want to get ahead in this game Just worry about yourself man The gems man From acting up man Like honestly that's really it man You can't Um worry about other people in your journey you just like i said focus on doing what what you do best um when like i said when we started the show we we just wanted to have a good show we focused on that we got so good at having such a good show that we was able to get that extra hour and then right. now it was like all right now what do we do with it okay now we i, I take this time and learn how to dj now why invest in those turntables so act I want to ask this question. So what is it one thing that no DJ should go without? Like the DJ should just never not have this. His own equipment. Woo. Okay. I like that. I like that. I like that. All right. Next one. Now tell me the three most important. Is it her? (laughs) Correction. All right. You right. (laughs) His or her should not have their. On equipment. equipment. Facts. Three. So now, what are the three most important facts every DJ should know? The three they, they should know. Mm-hmm. Three. What are the three about DJing? Yes. It, most read, important facts. Reading a crowd. Okay, that's one. And knowing how to count music. That's two. Wait, 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 wait. What you mean? mean? Like BPMs? No. So you got to know how to drop on the one, drop on the two. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't know how to do this, then you're going to train wreck every mix and blend you do. Okay, that's how I'm new. That's new for me. Let's go. So if you don't know what the one is, I'm going to give you something. It's that first sound that you hear in this song. That's the one. So now, if you want to mix it up, this is where you mix up instrumentals and acapellas to practice. Okay, okay. Lock in right now. Lock in. We dropping so them gems. When you drop in, your, your instrumental usually, all right, you got your intros, right? Right. So you probably want to know about your intros. It comes with a bass drop first, right? That, that's facts. So that's what you're cutting up on, right? Right. 
That's what you cut up on. That's the one. Okay. So you got assembled this next. Got boom. Right. Boom back. That's the two. Okay. All right. 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 So now in Serato program, they're color coded. Right. We see the green, the orange, the blue. So when you go back home and you get to your Serato, turn it on, and then look what I'm telling you what each color is doing. So you're going to hear a sound for each color. Mm-hmm. So the highs is going to hi hats. You got there's going to be that bright blue or green, whatever you have. Your base is dark base, and your base is going to be that dark brick color red and the long bar. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now you got to change your ear to catch this because before Serato, it was never there. You had right. to know You just had to, to know it. You had to know that, that. Get down That's the DJing part of Facts So fact. without a screen Can you DJ Yeah You understand That's a fact So without a laptop I can DJ mm-hmm. Because it's all about Training your ear To drop on the one And the two And count that I could blend I'm, I'm a mix master blend DJ Like you will Say like, mix master I, Let's I, go I the best of my own Blends and mixes Scratching is everyday learning for me. You know what I mean? You're going to learn every day. If you don't know, learn every day. You're not, you're not doing it right. You got to learn from everybody. All right, fa- so let's bring it back for him. So what was number one? Number one. So number, number one is reading the crowd. Read your crowd. Number two, know the ones, and know your twos. Drop, know where to drop your music at. And what was, what's number three? And number three is relationships and networking, man. Because I don't care if you can train record night, but if you keep that relationship, they're going to love you. Here we go. Those are the three most important facts you already know from your guy DJ Ecking Up, man. Listen, man, I think those are some dope facts, man. I think I, I learned something today, man. I don't know about y'all, man. I hope y'all tuning in. I mean, I hope y'all turn me up, turn me up, turn me up right now. Because we dropping gems today, man. We got Acting Up in here. Acting Up. You already know. Let's go. So... Let's, let me ask you this Have you ever worked Well obviously You talked about Working with artists A little bit in your, Early on in your career um, So let's Let's talk to the artists A little bit For the people That's tuning in um, How do you feel Artists Should approach a DJ About getting their music out Well first of all um, I mean it depends On where you're Approaching the map Because if you're Approaching them On social network yeah, uh, it's never just send them the track, like spin my track or listen to this or drop a YouTube link or none of that. Um, if you're meeting them in person, you're at a club uh, or in the DJ spinning, it's never just, hey, my name is Whoa, I got the house track out here, spin my track. Um, Basically, man, this is why a lot of people need to travel down to Atlanta. You'll see a whole different wave and love. Um, and no, that's Get facts. out your city and get out your. your I, I think I should see, and that's why I should have asked this in two questions. All right, because I want to dial back for a second to the, to the social media, right? So, on social media, obviously, we not sending a link. Obviously, I'm not a bot. I'm not just going to click a random link, right? So, what do you? What would be the proper etiquette if somebody wanted to reach out to acting up? What would be the proper etiquette to reach out to acting up to get acting up to even respond in the DMs? Well, basically, I have some people that do hit me on some because I don't care what's going on, but they do hit me on some way that makes me respond to them. So basically, they introduce themselves. Hi, you know, my name is so and so. Basically, uh, even if they don't know me, let's just say from respect of a person that don't know me. So a lot of people that reach into me either see me DJ somewhere or I, or seeing the artist or perform with me. So 
A right. lot of people reach out to me with that. But let's just go from somebody that don't know me, perceptive. So they reach out and they tell me who they are. You know, they say they look, oh, do your research. You look into my Instagram. Right, so like, most oh, of I the time. that you looked into your Instagram. I see you work with artists. Well, That's well, facts. Well, I'm just seeing what, uh, how can I get in the, either in the mix with you or something, some type of wording like that. Like, how can I get involved with what you got going on? How can right. you can I get some plays with you, whether what fees or whatever? Um, can you send me any packaging you have? There Stuff it is. like that instead of just, uh, oh, this is my YouTube. Check it out. Let me know what you think. See, and I that's the and just in case the artist missed it, man, because it's it's really that simple. It's just like introduce yourself. Once you introduce yourself, state why you here. Look, I'm here because I just dropped this and I want to get it out there. What are your packages or what is your process for doing that? Simple. One, two, three. And I think that just has a lot to deal with. A lot of people dealing with um, the local DJ that's yeah. not really in, in, in outside their city, you know, or really outside, you know. But moving. I, and you I think I mean? that that's what it is, too. A lot of the times, um, the the people around them, you know, they DJ and they might DJ at, like, local parties or house parties or maybe they got a, 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 a bar gig or two. Um, and they, they get that one relationship and they think that every single DJ relationship is going to exist that same way. And a lot of time it doesn't. Um, so this would, so now that we on this subject, we actually roll right into it. You kept seeing it too. We rolling. Oh, nah, you yeah, had my bad. I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just answering the questions naturally and organically. They just, and they roll just together right into this, the next way it is. So how do you feel like, what do you feel like DJs? Cause th- this is about becoming a better DJ and an entrepreneur overall. What do you feel like DJs should do? Um, to help artists reach out to them better. Well, being part of this team, this is what we do. So, um, uh oh, he about to get out of gyms. So, 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 so basically, we break down artists and give feedback to people, and this is what we do for artists. And then, you know, being a part of who we are, we are people who coalition DJs. We are social media track based DJs. So That's everything facts. that we we spend through our our DJ programs gets turned in at the end of the week, and track to radio and labels and so forth so basically what we do for artists is just that you know help them pick out their single or pick out their direction or just you know pick the their lane um and then help them out you know where where they need to maybe they might not know about ascap bmi or getting their uh leasing on their beats or, or or whatever, just they need help uh, building their artistry or becoming an artist. Or most of the half the time, they don't know what it is to be the artist. They know they rap good, right? And this is what they got going on, but they don't really know much outside of that. And and then it, what's crazy is coalition DJs do a lot more than that. But we can't tell you too much because yeah. then these other DJ groups might be still in the secrets, man. Right. I mean, they already do, man. We've been the role model <laughs> for, for other uh, for other DJ crews. It doesn't matter. I mean, they can do whatever. He's a, we, he's always gonna, we, we always going to do it we the best. We have the network. This didn't start yesterday. This has been 14 years in the game. But this is what we do. Now, individually, this is my whole point of saying that is that individually to be a part of coalition DJ, we all have to be active DJs doing something. Radio, club, 
DJs, mixtape DJs. You're outside every day. We got traveling DJs, and each one of us is on the team. So, therefore, that's what we do, and we form together like Voltron. And you but see individually, this. that's what we do for artists. We break down the artists individually and what we can do personally for them. So therefore, that's what how we do it, and and um, so we're very approachable. Uh, I'm a very approachable DJ by everybody. So I mean, artists and artists alike tap in, tap in with J. So tap in with Coalition, tap in with DJ Acting Up. Um, look me up on on Instagram, and you can you gonna see it for yourself. You yeah. gonna see it for yourself. Act. So a few questions, right? Um, let me see. Last few questions I want to ask, right? Last couple questions I want to ask, right? Because we 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 getting down to the end, right? We rolling down. We didn't we didn't had the ball rolling so so quickly. We didn't blew through it. Mm-hmm. But I know the listeners want to get as much game as they can before we jump up out of here, right? So tell us, coalition DJs put the music out there, right? right. Now, how can somebody that's that? Because you you told you you kind of gave it to him. But I think they might have missed it. So how can somebody, a DJ, that's, 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 you know, he feel like he putting in work. He feel like he doing his thing. How can they get their interest in the coalition DJ so that way they can put their folks on and get their music spinning and get they, well, this the get thing, them involved, man. get their um, folks involved. It's a very selective few. You are selected to be a coalition DJ by your grind. If that makes any sense, you're not calling upon a coalition DJ becoming a coalition DJ. Your name has to be active And by your own run You will be selected to come And, and check us out And see what we're about man. And you gotta get selected it ain't, it, ain't, it ain't your average team Where you just come and say I'm DJ this I got I, I'm on radio this I'm on this and that And I wanna be part of Coalition It don't even work like that It could be a celebrity DJ It don't work like that But what happens is When your name come across Certain people And you're active and we've seen what you're doing in your community for your artists and, and, and what you're doing, what you can bring to the table, the coalition. That value, man. And that, that's what I think a lot of people miss, too, is that value. When you can bring value to people, it don't matter how much money you got. It don't matter what kind of car you drive. It don't matter what you're dressing like. That value is going to speak more than anything. More than anything. That, I mean, as far as me too, like it's like this, like yeah, it's like people, bro. Relationships, relationships, and knowing people is more than money. Every career that I have and my talents, I I learned how to make money off all my talents. So it's dealing with people. Tattooing is dealing with people and knowing people. That's where I learned people. Um, barbering is dealing with people, dealing with relationships, and and that's. All barbering is true is like 90, 90% relationship with that person. You got people that's been with their barber for longer than they've been in their relationships and their kids are born. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that's I, I cut kids already in, in this short period pod to, to high school already and graduation already in, in short periods of time. So it's like um, DJing is people. You got to know people. So basically, it's just like I know people, and then there's you no know, relationships and new who to deal with, who not to deal with, and all money's not good money. So I mean, that's another gym. <laughs> Hold up. 
So, so he giving he giving y'all extras. He giving y'all extras because we about to give you we about to give y'all one more final gym before we go. So he giving you extras right now. So, hey, you kind of gave him a little bit. You talked about tattooing. You talked about um, a little bit about barbering just now. Um, so stretch the importance of having multiple streams um, as a DJ and as an entrepreneur because sometimes one stream of income um, might not be up. So what happens when that's down? Um, t- tell the listeners, um, you know, what they should do, what they need. Well, definitely, man. Listen, man, if it was nothing, um, COVID was the biggest lesson to me and um, changed my perceptive on everything. And then it's like a couple things made me grind the way I do having five jobs. Um, COVID shut me down completely, man, when I just got my life together. I mean, I had got my credit my rent was down to zero you know i just had to maintain the bills you know what i'm saying the cars the effects everything was at zero and then came you know i was making sufficient money as a dj and as a barber and then came march 28 2019 mm-hmm. uh you can no longer cut here in barbershops and dj and have people gathering no more events and it was over yeah no more money Zero, but still have to pay these bills. What you gonna do? So, you know, it went from there. I went on the live stream app and got paid off this live stream app. Um, I ain't even gonna drop the name because it ain't like that. Yeah, you know I mean, but I made a, a lot of money for that and it carried me over off that. And then once they started opening things up, and on top of that, um, my sister, she worked for a car dealership at the time. And then, like, two months after the shutdown, three months, she got me a little part-time gig over there putting paperwork away. So hey, I work for a car dealership, you know. Um, five streams of income. I'm a security guard. They told me to become a millionaire on the road to become a millionaire. You need seven um, sources of income. So I got yes, five, sir. man. And that saying alone made me grind. And the shutdown of COVID-19 made me shut down. So, uh figure it out man so went and got me regular jobs and then they started opening things back up and then during covid shutdown it was uh the app and then i was traveling man i was out to atlanta i was out to uh florida i was out to different states uh that were open like atlanta was wide open during uh, right you know and i was out there so so you was kind of maneuvering through it at the same time it It was like all right if this not open i'm I'm gonna go here and then figure something out i I had no choice but to get on them planes during this covid i had no choice but to do it and that's what got me traveling but it opened up my horizon and everything so not only can i dj in my area now i'm djing in philly which is a whole different area now it's like go down to Atlanta so it's a whole different thing now I had to do my homework because now it's like you can't play certain people in certain areas in Atlanta like you could play this person in this area but you can't play this person in in that area and Mm -hmm. vice versa they will as a DJ tell you pack your stuff up and get out the club right then and there like you know what I'm saying if you play that and then I had to know what they playing down there right so my homework and I'm gonna give you more jobs I mean is that more gems I had to do my homework, go to the top restaurants out there, grab something to eat and listen to what they listening to on they in the restaurants that got the people vibing and listening to, going to uh different clubs like Young Josh Club, uh South Beach, Atlanta, and listening right. to what's rocking in there. We have coalition DJs, of course, in all the major clubs. All the major clubs, clubs you already so know. It was just easy for me to vibe with them, link up and do my homework, Shazam a couple tracks here and there. Right. So then it was <laughs> my time to go into the club. <laughs> 
I was there, man, and I right. sounded, and they looking at me like, how's this up north DJ down? Because right, they do not play no up north music down south. Uh-huh. Like in Atlanta, you might get Dreams and Nightmare, you might get a half a Dream and Nightmare, and that's the only up north tracks that they playing from right. downstairs, uh, up north, um, down south. So it was, man, it was on popping. I had everybody just keep looking back at me like, yo, man, you... What you know about what you know about and then it was like now I'm DJing in different areas so it was like I think that I'm gonna stress the importance too because like if if you a Serato DJ partner it don't matter most of the most of DJs should have some form of playlisting like you should have some way to to list your music store your music whether it's in the, the crates whether it's you know the digital crates some way that way so you organize so you know when you go to a different city you go to a different event. You're going to have to play different music. Um, just in my career, starting out as a DJ, I've only been doing this for three years. I want to keep everyone keep in mind. Um, and, and if if you're talking about actually doing events, it only just been doing um, events in the last um, year and a half. So with that, you learn um, you're going to be one place you might. I, I just was recently in Jersey. Before that, I was in Pittsburgh. I can't play the same music. I'm playing in Atlantic City, New Jersey, and Pittsburgh. It's right. just not going to go. Right. I can't play the same even 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 in Philly. Let's even break it down to a local standpoint of if you playing a, a strip club like Philly's Bucks one of Rack the hardest City. places to spend. If you can spend in Philly, you can spend anywhere. anywhere. And I'm gonna tell you that coming <laughs> from Atlantic City. But the same thing you play this week in the club is not the same thing that's going to vibe next week. Yes, um, so that's you a thing fact. Is like that, and 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 what you think is the hot joint um, in your area, it's not the hot joint here, and and the underground is different. So it's this weird, like, and then like you can bang them out this week, and the next week they going to look at you like you, like what was he doing? And then the next week is like, what's up? Yeah, he back. <laughs> you know what I mean, so it's weird. Philly's hard. You just bro. you just got. <laughs> That's where it comes like sticking to your guns and knowing that you got like a dope product. You just got to know that your product is dope. What you're doing is dope. And then that eventually if you stay consistent at that, people will just go and bang with that. They're just going to they're just going to like that. They're going to like that about you. Uh, man, acting up, man. It's a pleasure having you on, man. I appreciate you coming through, dropping all the gems on us today, man. Word, bro. Thank you for having me, for real. For you real, already for know real, it's man. the Coalition DJs movement, man. Coalition DJs Philly. Yes, sir. Coalition DJs. You already know, man, this is your host, DJ Jso, And every Wednesday, you already know we amplifying the culture, bringing catalysts through to drop them gems on you, man. So make sure y'all lock in every week, 2 to 4 p.m. on WPPM 106.5 FM LP Philadelphia, man. Peace out, y'all. Peace.